speaking the truth to the state capitol. This is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, here we go. Uh, May 20th, Friday. We made it to Friday. Thank God, it's Frogman Friday. I'm Jack Riggins, your host of Drive Time Lincoln, and Johnny Cadillac is producing and probably getting ready for some mega wrestling um, event. Okay, we're going to pick up today after the monologue a little bit because I love some of the social media reaction talking about 2,000 mules and then hopefully spend the most of the <laughs> – the most of – spend the majority of the show – Trying to understand what CrowdStrike is with regard to election processes and why so many Nebraskans are very frustrated with it. Um, and it, it's, it, folks, it's it's kind of hard to understand. you got to really dig in. I'll tell you what's more difficult is to try to figure out how to put it into words so I can paint a picture um, that's fair on the radio. Probably need to go back to the old United States military uh, given an op order brief and then, you know, go around the state and do that. And a lot of people do. Anyway, uh, if you've been paying attention to uh, national news at some level, sort of kind, if you love sports, uh, my God, the guys in the morning LK today covered it. Everybody's covered it. The uh, spit spout about NIL money and uh, recruits going here, recruits going there, mainly coming out of the SEC. Uh, Here's the deal, folks. Everything that, you know, for the past 30 or 40 years um, that was illegal is now generally legal. (laughs) Now, that wasn't what NIL was intended to do. But in fact, uh, you go get boosters, you get a giant uh, warehouse full of money, right? You get your war stocks, as we call it, and you have money there to be able to entice young student athletes to come to your program. It's that simple. That's what modern NIL is. And so, of course, coaches are going to complain. It's all part of some big game um, to try to get the right recruits at your place. And uh, everybody plays it. That's the new brave world in at least college football. Um, Whoopie-doo. I thought it was interesting today. It's kind of the clash of cultures, right? So I pull up to do my normal daily thing to a gas station. I thought it was interesting, right? Because I think everybody, especially here in Lincoln and Lancaster County, uh, understands the COVID dial is creeping up again. And the national news media and everybody's warning us of the summer splurge. Okay, most of us know COVID's going to be around forever and it's going to come in waves like the flu. Um, but in a place like Lincoln, where we take it very seriously and we're ahead of the curve telling everybody, hey, the dial's going up. And we all know if the dial gets to a certain point, we know what's coming back. Masks. Yay. And I know two LPS schools, um, you know, decided to do that recently, too. Anyway, there is somebody there, again, clash of cultures. They're in a Tesla. It's parked. They are extremely, extremely overweight. They've got their mask down under their chin. Got a big gulp and like a triple cheeseburger. And so as I walk by, I'm like, cool car. I'm like, there you go. Doing something for the environment. Good deal. I'm like, probably don't need that mask on in your own car. Um, But hey, whatever, to each his own. 
Um, but then I was like, person worried about their health there. Then I was looking at the person quickly, and I was like, I wonder if I should do what the mask people do to me and knock on the window and say, hey, hey, real quick, that double cheeseburger, that big gulp, and the fact that you're probably 200 pounds overweight means you're at a very high risk of you know, heart disease. And so you should think about that <laughs> at a much greater risk than COVID. But in fact, actually, your COVID risk profile is up now, too, because of your giant obesity. Um, but of course, it's a free world. So I didn't say that. But I thought, what a clash of cultures like we're going green, but then we're eating double cheeseburgers and big gulps, you know, at 8 a.m. in the morning. And we've got our mask down underneath us. So I don't, what do you, what, how do you judge that, America? Like, I guess I, you get two out of four, depending. Again, classic cultures. But of course, that would have been rude if I would have said something. That would have been uh, obese shaming, I guess, if I said something. When in fact, I was just carrying out the same methodology as public health officials and other people had I said something like when COVID has been around and when. Hence my monologue when masks come back in Lincoln, Nebraska, because, you know, they'll come back here faster than anywhere else in the state. Um, it's just interesting. Uh, you should probably pay attention to the news out there. Uh, it's been going around the last couple of days about the WHO. Interesting enough, they kind of formed a ministry of truth about the same time we formed a ministry of truth. Of course, lots of pushback from conservatives, so ours is on hold. But I think more importantly is this movement maybe to vote that, you know, if there's a world health crisis, they can essentially do whatever they want and lock down any country. Um, Americans, if that were to be voted on and our current government would support that, that would probably be one of those yellow line, red line, really close to hell no, we won't go. Hell no, we won't go. Uh, because that doesn't make any sense. Then I've been hearing about food shortages. Obviously, we talked about the baby formula. Interesting, right? As well as wheat. Um, so, yeah, there is a food shortage starting to go on. But more and more articles coming out, right, about food scarcity is kind of, I think of it like a rolling blackout around the world, uh, depending on materials, you know, whether it be wheat or whether it be uh, fertilizer to make crops. But I want you to think about this. Jump ahead into when we get to food shortage scarcity um and let's pray that here in america we don't get to scarcity but other parts of the world will um remember what it was like when we first heard of covid and everybody went and there was a run on toilet paper for like two months i want you to think about that toilet paper where are we gonna be when you can't get the basics on the food pyramid if that's how we act over toilet paper I mean, just kind of crazy to me. So pretty interesting. Um, okay, yesterday, talked about a little bit. Uh, Brian had asked some great questions, spurned actually almost two shows now. Um, talking about 2,000 mules and the evidence it presented, as well as rigged. Uh, David Bossie's show about Zuckerbucks. We all should be familiar with those two entities, rigged. 2,000 mules, if you listen to my show, and um, and Zuckerbucks, right? Again, Lancaster County, um, Secretary of State, you know, stepped in, 
legislators got some laws changed so we can have better control of outside money in elections. I think everybody thinks that's a good thing. Now, talking about the cell towers and triangulation. And what was funny was if you recall, and I'll say it again, I am not advocating that this evidence, which has caused me to draw the conclusion that we need to really look at our election security nationwide, right? Not just those, but other information. And no, I don't believe that that should mean everything that happened in 2020, you know, should be obviated or thrown out. No, let's just fix it for the future. That's my stance. I've said that multiple times. But in the Twitterverse, people start saying, oh, isn't it interesting people always do this when their candidate doesn't win? No, I'm talking about election integrity and security. That's independent of party. Okay? I. I can't help it that Dinesh D'Souza is uh, known as a conservative and this, that, and another thing. I mean, in fact, he's presented evidence, and the conclusion I've drawn is that needs to be looked into. But Eric the Halfbee, i got to give you some credit uh, on Twitter. Uh, you said I was promoting this film, mansplaining cell phone triangulation. Great word there. And and I would agree with you. That's kind of how I go about my business is mansplaining or just person-splaining. So I like that a lot. And then um, said, hey, make your own conclusions. Uh, you seem not to like that. Uh, I am about people learning how to think, not what to think, right? So that's how we do things in America. Even in a jury, right, in a trial jury, they present evidence and you have to draw your own conclusion and say guilty or not guilty, right? And so, yeah, of course, I'm a conservative opinion radio talk show host, right? Personality. I, I don't think it's propaganda when I'm breaking down 2,000 mules and cell phone triangulation and saying that that, along with CCTV as a second source of information, makes for strong evidence and I've given the audience and you my conclusion. And so then you you know you go on to say, I know it's propaganda playing to his audience, but doing it in the spirit of, hey, I don't have a dog in this fight is so irritating. Wait, wait I didn't say I don't have a dog in this fight. I, you, every American has a huge dog in this fight, and it's called election integrity. Anyway, but first of all, I appreciate you listening. And I appreciate your thoughts, and it's always fair. I mean, I wouldn't be on radio with some of the takes I take um, under my real name, Riggins, Jack, Jack Riggins. Find me at Twitter, Riggins underscore J, I think. And uh, I love having the conversation. So, again, that's what I think. I think you look at Zuckerbucks. It influenced certain election places by bringing in outside money and opening up ballot drop boxes. You couple that with... 2,000 mules, and you had the ability for widespread um, ballot trafficking. Even our own Secretary of State has said that the dangers in ballot boxes is ballot harvesting and, and trafficking. I mean, so in the end, all I'm saying is, hey, folks, let's uh, let's make sure our elections are secure. Uh, Rick Stein Recognition Hotline 402-479-1400 is open. Uh, yeah, do you... Think our elections are secure? What would you like to see done? Um, I'm talking national, state, whatever. Um, I will go on record and say I think our state has done a good job with elections. Are there things that can be improved? Sure. 
But I also know that over the last year, the current Secretary of State has already championed, as well as our legislatures, a couple of bills. And then we're going to talk about another one that's out there um, the rest of the show that involves a software called CrowdStrike. Um, But yeah, what are your thoughts? Johnny's probably not going to talk about that because he called in before, so we'll give you a pass, Johnny. Johnny, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Oh, come on, man. You struck a nerve, man. Hey, you were cheating on me again with those Omaha stations. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I call I call everybody, man. I call all around the country. That's all good. I give you a pass. Yeah. Uh, look, man, come on. You can't blame a guy for getting a double cheeseburger and, you know, maybe a sliced pizza, a big gulp, and that mask, you know, it does a really good job hiding a double chin. Look, all right, Johnny, you get the comedy award for the day. I mean, you said it, not me, but uh, I can't blame them for doing that. It's just it was a it was kind of interesting to be sitting in an EV. Okay, look, you can't you can't uh, sit there and 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 you know kind of go after somebody like, hey, you shouldn't be eating this or that. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you could, but you can't really spread obesity or diabetes the same way you could like with COVID or the flu or something. But uh, with this uh, voting stuff... Well, I, and the good thing is I didn't say anything, right? I mean, I wasn't going to do that. It's their choice, yeah. their life. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad. I wish we had universal health care so people get to the doctor and realize what these issues are before they... Well, you and I both know if the Democrats keep winning, you know, we're going to have that. Well, uh, well, that's a good thing for me, I guess. I, I think that'd be great for everybody. But uh, with the voting thing, uh, I guess I'm just having a hard time understanding why everybody's upset with the Sean Flower Day. Uh, accepting money for the county. And I mean, I, I just looked at it like I thought he was going to get more votes. I thought he was going to get more people to get out and vote. I thought there was going to be more boxes everywhere to do that, I guess. And I, as far as voting integrity, um, and I don't, I don't think there's that much fraud. I mean, there, there's probably been a couple of cases reported. I haven't really looked it up. Well, but. I think in Nebraska, fraud-wise, within whatever standard deviation, is fine. Our current Secretary of State has looked at that, and there's been a lot of people looking at it in Nebraska. However, when you take the aperture out on Zuckerbucks, which is what you were referencing with Flower Day pushing for that money, um, there's a lot of questions and some people. Key battleground states and some lawsuits about that. Okay, well, I guess you know, tied up into it, but I just thought, you know, more the more boxes, the more ballots, the more voters. Well, I mean that they're registered they so if you're not registered, but I guess I guess the concern is is where where are these boxes going? Where they're coming from? I haven't seen this 2000 old movie or whatever. Yeah, just look about. it up. I mean, obviously, there's people on one side saying oh, it's all made up, it's fake, it it can't be real, and then there's other people that swear by it. I'm one of the people that says the evidence, and it is pretty compelling. Hey, thanks for the call, Johnny. Thanks. Um, no, I mean, there's an aspect there, of course. I mean, there's a benevolent, um. Hey, we're just trying to get out the vote, right? We'll we'll talk about Flower Day in Lancaster County, right? We we were in an unprecedented kind of event, the pandemic, and so I think everybody in elections understood that there was going to be more mail-in ballots, okay, so that we could get this done and have some normal life. And so the the altruistic thing would be, yeah, let's have more ballot boxes. But in fact, if you look at the money, and the agreement, um, it was really for PPE and things like that, right? So it was for protective gear for people that were going to be working and this, that, and another thing. And again, I believe in Nebraska and Lancaster County, me, that that in and of itself, right, 
increased our risk of potential fraud, but in fact, our elections were in 2020 were within the norm. Okay. Nonetheless, where do you even get the idea to go out and get that money? Because that's not something that's normal. And we know that at this point that the Zuckerbucks program, Center for Tech and Civic Life, spent $400 million in three months when the entire DNC spent $400 million over two years for elections. So when you look at the key battleground states, you start to see, oh, more ballot boxes. Couple that with very convincing evidence of ballot trafficking from 2,000 mules. And so what that did in Lancaster County was increased the risk of potential. In other places, may have actually done some very nefarious things. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, when we come back and break down uh, what CrowdStrike is within the election architecture here in Nebraska, but also nationally so we can get a handle on it, uh, let me just say a few words here. Uh, young people, especially maybe college students, but heck, anybody, there's staff shortages um, at the Lincoln Parks and Recreation, um, and so now there's modified pool hours and services. Folks, there is not a better job out there than lifeguard and staff around a pool. There really isn't. Think about it. You get your lifeguard certificate. You know how to do CPR. You know how to do basic life-saving skills. Um, You essentially learn, you know, to be a watch-for-emergencies type person. Um, It's an actual skill to get the qualification. And then being around, whether you're on the staff, taking care of the pool, right? There's a technical aspect to it. Go talk to Lincoln Parks and Recreation and get one of these jobs so our pools can be open all the time. It's seriously one of the best jobs ever. Gotta, gotta get people out there to Lincoln Parks and Recreation. Give them a call. Go on their website. Seriously. Help them out so our pools are open all the time. Everybody loves the pools. It's such so great for families and everybody. Uh, remember, we had, uh, I'll call him uh, Cody. On a former uh, frogman just like myself, he is participating in the uh, Midwest Relay for Carry the Load. Um, that starts Monday when they rock essentially or walk in a route, a relay, and one of the best places to catch it on Monday will be going across uh, the bridge from Council Bluffs to Omaha. Excuse me. Um, Late the afternoon on Monday as it crosses, and you can catch them there as they make their way to the uh, Memorial Cemetery the next day, and then we'll have them on the show Tuesday, 1499 KLIN. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we're back uh, Friday here, May 20th. Hope everybody's having a uh, good Friday out there. Uh, Johnny, you do actually have some wrestling uh, this weekend. Yes, sir. So tomorrow I will be ring announcing for MWA in North Platte, Nebraska. Woo! Tomorrow night, and then we have a show Sunday for MWA in Lexington, Nebraska. We have world-renowned star cowboy James Storm joining us the whole weekend. It's going to be a good weekend of shows. All right, you little Hulkamaniacs, get out there and watch some wrestling. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was a bad Hulk Hogan, but all fun. Um, and hey, yeah. and Brian Blade will be on Drive Time Lincoln in just a couple weeks. Oh, he yes, he will. Uh, champion and uh, president, all that good stuff. Um, hey, interesting headlines, uh, both from the same day um, across national media. Senate blocks $48 billion aid package for restaurants and other small businesses in the United States. Same day. After delay, Senate sends forty billion Ukraine aid package to Biden. Um, <laughs> I mean that's comical. Now, the biggest question I would say is just the Biden administration and the Senate and all the elected officials explain to me uh, why, within the national security and national interest architecture, um, that makes sense. Um, I mean, I am. For supporting um, Ukraine, absolutely. But I don't necessarily understand why we can't also support uh, restaurants and small businesses. Interesting. All right. Call lines are open to a degree, but I will tell you this. I am going to get through this topic, and so I might not take a lot of calls. But you're happy to call in on the Rickstein Recognition Hotline, 402-479-1400. I'm going to try to answer Scott's question a little bit from yesterday, which was how do we go about staying on the defensive with election integrity while also going forward on offense with issues that win elections and produce great results for the citizens? Okay, so that whole question, Scott, and it's a great question, is about election integrity, right? Like we have to have election integrity and and what I would say is election trust in our constitutional republic, right? We have to. So CrowdStrike has been a a software that's been thrown around quite a bit. Yesterday, I tried to do it justice just by setting up um, based on some of the things Brian had asked me and said and me getting my information straight. Uh, So first off, um, ES&S, which is the ballot machines, if you will, there is no crowd strike on those machines. Secretary of State has stated that. I've now stated it uh, by getting good source information, including the Secretary of State. And so that is a fact. But that's not the whole story. So you need to think of ES&S in the Nebraska architecture, because we're talking about Nebraska and specifically Lancaster County, because that's where we have the evidence of crowd strike, is that that is the ballot machine. Now, My understanding is we use thumb drives between those machines and then our computers, right, that essentially populate the information of ballot counts that then eventually go out essentially to news outlets and we see numbers changing on the screen or here at KLIN we're able to, um, you know, 
look at it, as well as, you know, the Secretary of State's website or the county election commissioner's website. Okay. Now, where CrowdStrike comes in, and I said this yesterday, and I'll go back through it, is that we know for a fact our friend Mr. Flower Day has penned an agreement between CIS or the Center for Internet Security, right? And its operation capacity as a multi-state information sharing and analysis center and elections infrastructure information sharing and analysis center. And in that agreement, they, CIS, clearly state that the endpoint detection services include use of a software that is licensed to CIS by a third-party provider, CrowdStrike. It also goes on to say in the third-party provider terms and conditions um, that these services, we, meaning the county, agree to these conditions, that the product includes a downloadable object code component um, in doing its endpoint detection services. And you say, well, why does that matter to me, Jack? Well, the reason I'm bringing it up is because there's many Nebraskans that have done a lot of research and they're fired up about this and CrowdStrike in particular. And their take on it is that it has an interesting history, which we're going to go through here in a second, and that it is a possible side door or back door to malicious code. Okay? Malicious code. So we agreed, right? to have this system. We're not the only ones. As a matter of fact, CIS is the United States Department of Homeland Security's key cybersecurity resource in all 50 states' local governments. So every territory, government, tribal, state, and local can use CIS, right? You can go into this agreement. And if you're going to go into this agreement under EI. ISAC, as I like to call it, which is election, excuse me, elections, infrastructure, information sharing, and analysis, um, you're going to get CrowdStrike, okay? And CrowdStrike has downloadable software. So that can go onto your state computers. So maybe a way to think about it, folks, is that you have a Dell computer. That is the actual computer. But Microsoft is downloaded onto it, right? That's the operating system, okay? Another way to look at it is you have a hamburger, and that hamburger is supposed to be a plain hamburger, but it has a pickle on it, and pickle is CrowdStrike, all right? And the difference is is that CrowdStrike has the ability, when it sits next to other hamburgers, right, to put magically... Multiply other pickles on the hamburgers. And when you bite into it, it can get a sour taste. Or that's the alleged potentiality, right, of CrowdStrike having a ability to have a backdoor or a side door for malicious code. Okay, and you say, well, what the heck does that have to do with anything? Well... If you go all the way back to the Clinton team and this literally case that's going on right now, the Sussman case, the Durham investigation, you will see that on April 28, 2016, go to the Epioch Times, they have a great graphic on it, Sussman was reportedly called by the Democratic National Committee to address a data breach of DNC servers. This should be making sense. He then contacted cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike to investigate. 
The firm reported that the DNC was hacked by two groups linked to Russia. Well, as we know, many Americans believe that this was all a hoax, right? Russia collusion. This should start making sense to you, right? CrowdStrike, right there, okay? So he walks in, he's under investigation. The Clintons say, oh, he wasn't working for us. He just happened to be our lawyer, but he did this out of his patriot heart, and he walked in there, okay? So CrowdStrike does their analysis, and they come up with, oh, it's the Russians. Okay, go fast forward on that timeline a little bit more. And we find out that in December 2016, right, now all of a sudden everybody spun up about Russia collusion and Trump essentially integration or dealings with what I will call Alpha Bank, right? And CIA gets involved. So he presents the Alpha Bank and Russia data, again, that... CrowdStrike said was Russians hacked, and the CIA employees have said that the data wasn't technically plausible. It conflicted with itself, and it was user-created, not machine or tool-generated, right? And this is in the Durham investigation, which is going on right now. So all of a sudden, you should be going, eh, CrowdStrike seems a little fishy, right? Seems a little fishy. That they're the ones called in. Then you have to jump to another, the biggest, the biggest cyber attack in the world. It's called the Solar Winds attack. You can look it up on CSO online, and there's all kinds of great articles about it. The Solar Winds attack, right, is going to become the highest impact cyber intrusion ever. It caught many people off guard, right? It's unprecedented because its capability caused severe, significant physical consequences to critical infrastructure. And when you go through that timeline, right, of this attack, what you will see is that it was reported first on December 8th, 2020, by FireEye, a prominent cybersecurity firm. But as the details come out, and everybody in the world of security and computers starts looking at it, right? They then push, ooh, the initial attack was now pegged sometime in March 2020. And I'm talking big players. The Energy Department, National Nuclear Security Administration, right? The FBI, everything in our government, right, was hacked, okay? So this is a big deal. Then Microsoft comes out on December 30th, 2020, and says that they were hacked, and some of it, SolarWinds, again, as the name of the attack, got to its source code. And they believe, by this point, that it started way back in October 2019. And all experts agree that this is a national foreign intelligence cyber attack, okay, of where we sit today. At least over a thousand skilled engineers worked on this hack. Okay. So, my point in bringing up Solar Winds and trying to paint the picture is Solar Winds is a malicious code, malware code. It completely penetrated 
U.S. government, all agencies, some that don't even want to name they got penetrated, right, as well as corporate, and it is the biggest cyber attack in history. It started in 2019. Now, it had to get in somewhere. The point that Nebraskans are frustrated about is that CrowdStrike, because of its code and its history, is a potential vulnerability to election systems in Nebraska because of, in the case of Lancaster County, and I think there's 938 other election across the nation that use CIS. And Nebraskans, a good majority, have said they would prefer that CrowdStrike, given its history and giving in the Sussman case, as well as other evidence, and including the fact that something like solar winds can happen on a massive scale and started to happen in early as 2019, that we would like to shut off that vulnerability, okay, that is part of the CIS package. And to the Lincoln-Lancaster County Republican Party's credit, as well as Senator Mike Flood, as well as the Secretary of State, they thought so much about it that they created legislation late in the session to allow that to be an option for the Secretary of State. Right? They presented evidence. They talked to legislatures. And in fact, there is now legislation that allows our Secretary of State and our election officials uh, to essentially remove CrowdStrike because the people don't trust it. And it is a potential vulnerability. And that's where it fits in. So, again, it's not with ES&S and the machines. It is a software system that is downloadable, that's part of the CIS and Election Infrastructure Information Sharing and Analysis Center that is part of elections. And so this could be a very big vulnerability that Nebraskans are saying, hey, you know, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, might be a duck. We don't want it. And Lancaster County Republican Party, Senator Mike Flood, have done something about it. And the Secretary of State can take a look at it and, and decide if, in fact, we don't want that vulnerability. That's a good thing. Going back to election integrity. So there's ballot harvesting, potentially. There's ballot trafficking, 2,000 mules. There's outside money, Zuckerbucks. Those aren't good things. We all know that. Well, let's make sure cyber-wise we don't have vulnerabilities, at least in this state. That's where CrowdStrike's at today. Moving forward for Scott, we need to shore all this up. That's it. We have to have election integrity. Okay, so we need to spend the money. We need to do the research in Nebraska nationwide to shore up our election so that there is trust. And when there is trust, right, and however we need to conduct elections, Scott, we move forward with that. But where there has been shown vulnerabilities, where there has been shown evidence that draws you to the conclusion that maybe there's some weakness, we fix it. That's it. That's the answer. We fix it and we move forward. Okay? Not backwards. We have to study the past to learn, but we move forward. That's how I would do it. Everyman Dan, short on time. Welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Everyman Dan doesn't like us. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Who? 
I'll tell you what, and I've been digging into solar winds and that cyber attack. I mean, obviously, there might be a reason why uh, you don't want to necessarily disclose all of it. But as the reporting comes in from uh, companies and government entities, that's a big deal. And, of course, we're all aware of uh, Stuntniks. Is that what it was? Um, you know, magically, the Iranian nuclear grid went ba- went down. So cyber warfare, cyber attacks, cyber espionage is real, folks. Every man, Dan, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Hey, sorry about that user error. I got you, Commander. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, make it quick, man. So, you bet. I think paper ballots in person, that's the, that's the, uh, the way we do it. And, and this is so important because... You spoke about that $40 billion that the U.S. just allocated. Well, that's on top of $14 billion allocated in March, $2 billion by the European Union Solidarity Fund, another $24 billion by the G7, that's mostly the U.S. paying, another $5 billion by the World Bank and IMF, that's almost all the U.S. paying, a total of $85 billion, almost all coming from you, Commander. And that's on top of 85,000 missiles, and 50 million rounds of ammunition, including long-range howitzers, drones, weapon systems. And Russia has still made their land bridge to Crimea. They've defeated the Nazi Azov Brigade, and they've uh, disrupted, uh, apparently, chemical research and biological weapons research. Well, but you'll agree with me with this. For the most part, it's kind of a standstill, though, right? From what we well, know, as far as I know, I, I don't know. I mean, but that's I mean, both sides, two of the most corrupt countries in the world. Well, fair enough. All right, thanks for the call, Dan. Uh, I mean, from what I get, it's uh, you know kind of a standstill. Uh, we'll just see where that goes in the world, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I certainly don't uh, like the fact that the Russians are taking over a foreign nation, but uh, they are fighting back, and we're finding ways to support. We can find ways in this country to support our small business infrastructure as well. 1,499 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 1,499 KLIN. All right, one of the exciting things happening next week around town is uh, school's going to be out, at least for LPS. Excited about that. Um, I think most parents probably are. Summer's always a great time. Um, interesting couple of days. Really enjoyed having uh, Kim Goins on from the uh, Boys and Girls Club of uh, Lincoln and Lancaster County. We're going to have her back on so we can break down everything they do um, and their mission a lot better. But, uh, yeah, was, really enjoyed that. Um, had a lot of fun. Brian had some – he had a great call early in the week and uh, talking back and forth there, and it made me think, yeah, let's go into this a little more with uh, – cell phone tracking and GPS and Wi-Fi and router. So we did that with reference to 2,000 Mules. I highly encourage everybody to check out 2,000 Mules at 2,000mules.com or Rigged. Uh, David Bossy, Citizens United, you can find that one. Just type in Rigged, talking about Zuckerbucks. Why? Well, we had it right here in Lancaster County. It's that simple. And then CrowdStrike. Why Nebraskans are fired up about CrowdStrike, at least as I can understand it, giving the references I can find. It is, it's a complicated topic, so I suspect sometime this summer we're going to have to get some cyber-type people in here to uh, explain it a little better um, than me. I, I, need, I use crayons and markers, and this might be a topic where uh, we need, you know, just like Australia and uh, astrology and astronomy, we need to get the pros in here. Uh, but anyway, have a great weekend, Lincoln, 
and appreciate you listening. Uh, have fun out there. 1499.3 KLIN.